Everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan. Mike Volby and Damian Cranshaw are in the studio with me. Yeah, I am. We're here. Time Uh, traveled back. Yes, we got to take care of that cliffhanger Mm -hmm. from last week. I mean, five minutes ago. I mean, last week. Last week. (laughs) I'm still car sick from the TARDIS. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's not even a car. We had to pull that thing over four times so you could throw up. Yeah. In space, that is not oh, easy. So there's. I'm Damien afraid where that's going to land up. <laughs> that shit just floats there. I mean, uh, come on. The next time you think a bird pooped on you, <laughs> <laughs> that was puke that entered the atmosphere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And burnt. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. And hit you. Uh, so you had posted something, uh, a picture that somebody had taken a while ago of our tag team, wrestling tag team, arms up with Amanda, our manager in yes. the middle. And uh, we're like, we need to get the band back together. Type now. How serious was this request? I know you need your stress outlet. Yeah. But how how serious is this? Oh, my uh, skill level, which sometimes I feel was non-existent to begin with, mm-hmm. is probably even more non-existent because it's been almost two years, so right, since we've been in a ring. It'd be we. They would have, well, well, we'd obviously need to. It would need to find time to right. tr- to practice, right? A place to practice. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think once I get out of this busy season that's mm-hmm. coming at the gym, there'll be time available. Yeah. Like January, February, March might be a little tough. Now, what's your idea? Is your idea return to the ring or return to the ring for like a few months? And I then... don't know. I guess it would have to be see how it feels. Yeah. And if it's something like if I get back in the ring and I just go, oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. I'll just fire myself Vince McMahon style. I, I, I would know. do it, but it would be given two conditions. One, I need to get my ass back in shape for mm-hmm. it. Two, I would only be doing it for a very limited time because mm. my focus is obviously shifted. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be fun to get back in the ring again. And just Amanda see if I still back. like it. Is she? She's back. Oh, she posted something about moving back to Connecticut. Oh, did not. But know. It, the joke was just that. We were Cenobite and Berserker, and this time we come back as Bam Volpe and Robin. Right, right. <laughs> With her again, it would just be funny. Yeah. For us, nobody else would get it, but no, because nobody, it's not like anyone followed <laughs> yeah. us anyway. So okay. it's there. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's a serious thought. Well, the thing is, it's just and, that I, again, like you, the focus is elsewhere. Right. So finding the time. Because there is an investment to it, time-wise. Yeah. Oh, heavy investment to it, time-wise, especially when you have to sit at a show for eight hours to be on for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, well, that's not gonna fly. I got shit to do. <laughs> I'll be. I have no problem to stand in the locker room and be like, by show of hands, how many own two businesses? And that's what I thought. Right. <laughs> I can be late. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were up uh, five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got three minutes left in the yeah. match. You got three minutes left, and you're losing out there. Yeah. (laughs) He always makes a dramatic entrance for every match, and it's not for showmanship. It's because he's just late. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, it would definitely be under those conditions. I I wouldn't, like, back out of a comedy show to do wrestling. Where are we going to go? Right, because we're not going back to where we used to be. Hell no. Hell no. I'm sure there are plenty of places we could go. could go back there, but they'd probably be watching me the whole time. Yeah. There are plenty of places we could go. I have no doubt. That's that's not the problem. And I, I still have enough contacts mm. and uh, talk to Sheldon or Bob or whatever and figure out. Oh, Bob's out doing his own thing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are people we know that are still out and about. This week's poll question. Do you want to <laughs> see Rob and Mike put spandex on again? <laughs> I never did the spandex. That was all you. This time you should. No. No, I think you should. I don't want to spend money on new gear. 
and I'll wear, we'll swap outfits. <laughs> <laughs> you would probably need to get new gear just because you're probably. bigger. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if, how much bigger my legs are. And spandex stretches. That's true. <laughs> that is kind of the whole point, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, hmm. yeah. Damien's just like, I don't know. I just want to know if you're going to get somewhere no. with this. It's like <laughs> Probably not. We're Aww. just talking in circles right now. Mm-hmm. The thing, I mean, with wrestling, they always say once a wrestler, quote unquote, retires, you never really do. There's always the potential drive to return to the ring. Mm-hmm. There's that you got you have that bug. It's in you. You'll always have that feeling. So Anytime any athlete or any actor or actress. Right. It's probably one of the reasons that I don't really watch wrestling that much anymore is because when I watch it, I want to do it again. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it again because I know what it does to me physically. And I, I would much rather do something like comedy or this or spend my time in a way that's going to potentially earn money in the future. Mm-hmm. And wrestling is not going to do that for me. I already know I'm not going big time. So I would just be welcoming. Unless we got booked on big time wrestling. Then we went big time. <laughs> right. <laughs> big time. Uh, <laughs> all I would be doing is welcoming potential injury yeah. that could last a lifetime. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my fear there. Although I, I, I'm risking potential lifetime injury every time I get up on stage to do comedy, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of the emotional variety. You also have cancer but... of the face by staring at a computer screen. Yes, that too. <laughs> cancer of the face. <laughs> I have eyeball cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it is infecting my retinas. You could wait a couple of years once the, uh, you know, you guys are big time podcasters and oh, then, yeah. uh, do uh, your own show. Oh, yeah. Big time pod. What do you mean when we're big time podcasters? Yeah, Yeah, we're already on the top of the bottom of the charts. Well, if you end up getting something (laughs) Hold on, what year do we stop in the TARDIS? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So aside from wrestling, the uh have you guys seen the Amazon like drone thing? No. Yeah. You haven't seen this? The flying drones? Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it was a little while ago, but we haven't done like I'm concerned about that. Are you? Why? Somebody's gonna lose a head. You think? That's just it's it's a great concept that will never work and never happen. You don't think it'll happen? Well, they they they've made all this buzz and stuff. Because they have how do you all, how do you how does it not hit phone wires and electrical wires? They probably haven't fly and, above what that threshold is, because there is uh, electrical wires and stuff can only go so high. So if right, you have the drone fly to, just above that, then you would have some sort. I don't know how they're going to find specific yeah, things. You still run into the issue of if it wants to land on your front step. It could hit an awning. It well, could... it's got to have a camera. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not watching from it and remotely controlling it, they, they, I mean, this is still five years off, at least. Yes, they're making a whole buzz about it now, but it's not happening for like four or five years, if it is at all, like you said. But I, I have noted, and what the hell is it going to cost is the other part. And what the hell do you need in 30 minutes that you can't wait for till tomorrow? I mean, it's cool if, if you bought like a new console and you didn't get an HDMI cable and you need it well, and you want it now, but like, are you going to pay whatever that is to get that HDMI cable in 30 but you minutes? You talked about how you could order a PlayStation 4 and have it in two days. True. Imagine you order a PlayStation 5 and have it in five <laughs> minutes. Right. Well, yeah, that's you know? exciting, but I'm not going to trust my PlayStation to be airborne either, I don't think. Well, yeah. That's, so that's, see, that's a I whole think other robberies, part. unless these things are armed. we're creating terminators is what we're doing it's online pretty much (laughs) i think the concept's really cool i just don't know how often it'll get utilized they have to obviously do a lot of fine tuning to make sure it's going to work flawlessly because people don't want their stuff broken 500 hundred dollar console 500 hundred dollar shipping yeah right double the price just to get it in 30 minutes forget that 
Yeah. I'll take my hoverboard first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, make that. What the hell? I know. Flying drone. You got like hoverboard. Very little time left to make it. Yeah. <laughs> 2015 is coming up quick. And we still have like, what, 11 more Jaws movies we got to make or something like that? Or 12? <laughs> Jaws. What was it? Jaws 19. Something, something crazy something. like got that. a bunch to make. Mm. Uh, so let's start off the show today, <laughs> getting off of random discussion, and playing a game. Uh-oh. It's time for the fake news. If you bring back Back to the Future into this, I'm, I'm leaving. We're killing. <laughs> I know I broke a lot of hearts with that, I, including my own. Though I suffered the own repercussions of my it's own. Like all, deep down, game. we all knew that was the fake one, but mm-hmm. we didn't want to admit it. <laughs> now we've got an interesting twist on it today, or not twist necessary, but an interesting variable in that we have two of you here, mm. so we could actually have two potentially different answers yeah. out of the three possible stories. Now, if somebody doesn't get it... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're really good at making up a news story. I know, apparently. Then you right. should work for the news stations. Ah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, jobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Story number one. Okay. Sony Pictures is looking to David Guggenheim, Guggenheim. to provide the screenplay for Bad Boys 3. Although Jerry Bruckheimer is planning to produce, it seems that previous Helmer Michael Bay is not currently involved. Franchise stars Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are being sought to reprise their roles as Marcus Burnett and Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry, <laughs> as they always said in the movie. I should clarify for people, too. This is uh, identify the fake news story. Yes. Yes. I don't think I said that. One of these is fake. The other two are true. Two truths and a lie. Yeah, pretty much. Story number two. Disney Channel is prepping a new take on some of its most popular animated characters with Descendants, a live-action movie for TV that will look at the next generation of the studio's animated heroes and villains. In a present-day idyllic kingdom, the benevolent teenage son of the king and queen, who are Beast and Belle from Beauty and the Beast, is poised to take the throne. His first proclamation, offer a chance at redemption to the troublemaking offspring of Cruella de Vil, Maleficent, the evil queen, and Jafar, who have been imprisoned on a forbidden island with all the other villains, sidekicks, evil stepmothers, and stepsisters. These villainous descendants are allowed into the kingdom to attend prep school alongside the offspring of iconic Disney heroes, including Fairy Godmother, Sleeping Beauty, Rapunzel, and Mulan. However, the evil teens face a dilemma. Should they follow in their nefarious parents' footsteps and help all the villains regain power, or embrace their innate goodness and save the kingdom? Story number three. With the success of the Walking Dead game franchise, Telltale Games and AMC have announced their next joint venture to create an interactive episode game series based on the critically acclaimed Breaking Bad. The first episode of the series is targeted to premiere digitally in 2014 with an episodic game series for home consoles, PC, Mac, and mobile devices. Specific platform details are yet to be announced. So this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) A quick summary of the three stories. David Guggenheim has been named or is being looked at for screenwriter of Bad Boys 3. And there's going to be a Bad Boys 3 and Michael Bay is not going to be involved. Story two, Disney Channel is looking to make a uh, made for TV movie, essentially, that features a cast of characters that are the offspring of a lot of their villains and heroes from other movies. And it's live action, not cartoon. And third story, Telltale Games is looking to expand uh, what they developed with The Walking Dead by creating a new episodic game series based on Breaking Bad. I was looking to see if you would crack a smile at any of those. Oh, no, I'm very good at no tells. Thank you. (laughs) 
Very good at no-tells, especially when I'm reading. It makes it a lot easier. He's good at lying. He's got I am that good poker at lying. face. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not breaking into song. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it going to be, boys? I'm going to go with the Disney one because it sounds so stupid. Because it sounds so stupid? It just sounds stupid. Okay. I know they're making a Bad Boys 3. I don't know who this Guggenheim guy is. But Michael Bay is so busy ruining things that we love from our childhood <laughs> that he wouldn't actually step in and ruin this because they weren't that good to begin with. So You didn't like the Bad Boy movies? Mm, nah. Oh, I liked them. Right. Mm. I really like the first one. The second one's pretty good. But the first one's awesome. I love it. I don't know. I don't I don't like the second one. It it seems fake, but the third one I don't see how you would make a video game off of Breaking Bad. I don't know, because like, like Walking Dead, that's like mm. an entire universe where yeah. zombies can be anywhere in the country and you can follow any person, but Breaking Bad is like kind of, I don't know. Contained. Right. So I'm going to go with news number three. You're going to go with number three? Yeah. You're going with number two? I'm going to go with number two because it's live action. Okay. So not only do they have to develop the new all these new characters, uh-huh. the kids of these people, now they got to cast them as real people and make it a movie. I don't know. It just seems too far fetched. Like there's way too much work for Disney. They're way too busy mm-hmm. with Jonas Brothers and shit, <laughs> <laughs> aren't they? But Miley, not Miley Cyrus anymore. She's twerking. But. <laughs> she twerked away right she out the door. Twerked away right out the Disney door. <laughs> so final answers. I'm going two. I like two, but I'm going to stay with three. Okay. One of you is correct. Right. Yeah. And it's Damien. Oh, that's that makes me feel terrible. (laughs) Not because I lost, but because Disney's really making that. So uh, Bad Boys 3 is being uh, developed. uh, Uh, David Guggenheim was the screenwriter on Safe House, and they are looking to him to create it. Again, Michael Bay is not in any way involved that we know of. Disney is prepping to make a Descendants made for TV movie based on all these people. I believe the uh, like a high school musical writer or director is involved with it in some way. Terrible. The final story was almost true. Almost. But take out Breaking Bad and put in Game of Thrones. Huh. Telltale is working with HBO to make a Game of Thrones. They actually had an, an announcement trailer that was released. And I haven't posted it on the site because it really didn't show anything. But uh, there is uh, Telltale Games is making the Game of Thrones, which is, like you said, a universe. Yeah. Whereas Breaking Bad was more of a a story story. So um, that is happening for Game of Thrones, not Breaking Bad. Mm. So I apologize to any Breaking Bad fans who are excited by that or Telltale fans. But uh, Game of Thrones is the next episodic series coming from Telltale Games. Have you watched that show? No, I haven't. Me neither. But point and click about, you know, making meth just doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's the safest way to make meth. <laughs> point and click. There you go. Where do you want to inject it? <laughs> uh, so well done, Damien, for good winning job. the fake news game. Thank you. Is that, is that, that's uh, one for two for you, right? Because I get the lot. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I think you did. Two, 50%. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, now let's go into real news. Oh, okay. This stuff is all legit. I'm still <laughs> rocking the Twitter thing. Still rocking the Twitter thing. Huh? Yeah, oh, The yeah. Twitter game. Oh. The, how many fan, how followers? many followers? Yeah. I think I'm still two out of three each time. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Well, you're 50% on the fake news game. We've only played twice, so. If I were a baseball player, I'd be making a ton of money. Yeah, you would. <laughs> all right, so fake, uh, no, no, not fake news. Real news. Real news. 
Uh, the upcoming Batman vs. Superman film already has high stakes as the movie will be the first big screen meeting of the world's finest, but now those stakes are even higher. Director Zack Snyder has officially announced that Gail Godot will play Wonder Woman in the follow-up to Man of Steel. <laughs> I was just going to ask for a picture. Wonder Woman. Very uh, young looking. Yeah. Quote, mm. Wonder Woman is arguably one of the most powerful female characters of all time and a fan favorite in the DC universe. Not only is Gal an amazing actress, but she also has that magical quality that makes her perfect for the role. We look forward to audiences discovering Gal in the first feature film <laughs> incarnation <laughs> of this beloved character, said Snyder. Uh-oh. You knew what I was going to say. I was going to go big boobs, but I didn't say it. That's <laughs> the magic mind. <laughs> and actually, you would be incorrect in that regard. She needs that big one. No, nah, apparently she's she's uh, she's not like huge chested, but she's obviously hot. <laughs> Godot is best he was known. waiting for it. That's the best part. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> you saw him reaching for the, the, for the words. comments. Yeah. Uh, Godot is best known for her role in the last three Fast and Furious movies. Oh. So we don't know to what capacity Wonder Woman will be involved in the movie. We just know that. I mean, it could be a I mean, cameo. We don't even know if she'll be Wonder Woman. She will. Right. She could just be. No, she will. Oh. They said she she'll will be, be Wonder Woman. And everything? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. As far as we know. But uh, we don't know if she's going to be a big part of the movie. We don't know if she's going to be a cameo. We just know she's in it. Instead of in like this way, it's like, but neither of them are going to know who she is. is uh, right. That? They're all kind of just meeting. As okay. far as, I, again, as far as we know, mm. this is all just first meeting stuff. And they're really just encountering each other for the first time, which it's. Batman I mean, will be on a blind date with her. Oh, yeah. And Superman <laughs> comes in and he's like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> now, do you think this is too much? Yes. I think. Batman versus Superman mm -hmm. was a big enough of a sell. Yep. And this is either gonna this is gonna work against either her or work against them. Yeah, there's no positive light in this. I think the it's only way much. the only way this works is if she's the post credit scene like a Nick Fury popping yeah. up, mm -hmm. but then they wouldn't announce it. That's the problem. You don't announce something like that. You surprise people with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. To say to actually make this announcement is to say she's going to be involved. DC just doesn't know what they're doing. It's very possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible DC has no like, idea. What you they're remember doing. how excited people were when we they were surprised by Marvel? Fuck it, we're going to tell them now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ruin all the yeah. uh, surprise factor. That's yeah. how you do it, right? Yeah. Let's hope so. What if this is the plot? Maybe this is why Batman and Superman have the verses in between them. Because they both want they Wonder both Woman. Want Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's possible. They both, uh, well, in the, I don't know which kind of continuity they could pull from either. Mm. Um, if they're going with New 52, Superman and Wonder Woman are like this power couple. Okay. But if they go with like older continuity, then Superman's going to end up with Lois, which they've already kind of sort of just set up. And then right. Batman, uh, actually dated Wonder Woman for a while. Is she and, uh, a rich hmm, person too? Is she like a powerful business person outside um, of her Wonder Woman or is she always Wonder Woman? No, she, she has multiple identities but i don't think i mean her other identity is a princess hmm. well, <laughs> she's the princess of the amazons she kind of is always wonder woman now hmm. i don't actually i don't know what they're doing in the new 52 with her dual identity but uh she i think she was originally written to have a more definitive secret identity but then it became she was princess diana and she was wonder woman like they still oh. knew that she was there it wasn't even a secret identity People I think she's going to be working for Lex Luthor as a spy. She's watching him because she knows he's up to no good. So she'll actually be with him in the beginning. Oh, mm. and then she'll and then turn she'll on turn. him. Interesting. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting prediction. Right now, DC's going shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although we we thought that trace we, this recording, kill them. <laughs> we thought we were good when we were saying that the next movie was going to be Batman Superman, and yeah. then we were right on that. But yeah. this just ruins everything. This does because well. they're not following the format that we gave them. We gave them a format. <laughs> they should have just stuck to what we said. We put no time into that format. We just it <laughs> and it out. was still better than most script. of the stuff they do. All right, let's move uh, on. I think she'll probably one. come in at like at the end or something. Yeah, I think it won't be a major part. Uh, Marvel's Ant Man has found its hero in Paul Rudd, who will star in the new film from director Edgar Wright, hitting theaters July thirty first, two thousand fifteen. The casting of Rudd represents the actor that Marvel had long ide- long ago identified as its first choice to play Ant Man continuing the studio's desire to cast actors that bring several dimensions to its on-screen heroes. The film's plot is kept under wraps for the time being. What do you think about this casting? I'm assuming most of you are not huge knowledge bases of Ant-Man. No. <laughs> I don't no. think too many people are. Okay, well, Ant-Man actually has two names and personalities. I mean, he's the same character, but he also goes by Giant-Man at times because his ability is the the size change. Mm-hmm. So when he shrinks down, he gets that helmet and he calls himself Ant-Man. But then on the flip side, which I don't know if they'll really do in the movie, they might just leave it to this to keep it simple, mm-hmm. is he can also get very, very large and call himself Giant-Man. Which I don't know why he would do two different names for, but that's that's it. Because mm-hmm. he thinks he's confusing people. Right. Like Superman dresses Clark Kent. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they everyone knows that Giant-Man and Ant-Man are the same. Mm-hmm. But uh, Paul Rudd will be playing him. I think it's a good casting, honestly. I'm excited to see this. And I, the guy directing Edgar Wright does do more comedic style movies. Is this guy uh, funny? Ant-Man? Paul Rudd? Oh, Ant-Man? I don't know if Ant-Man is necessarily funny, but I think they have to infuse a little bit more humor into a movie called Ant-Man for people to buy into it. True. I think they're kind of backed into a corner with that. Is this an origin story or is probably. it just Ant-Man? Uh, it's probably an origin story. <coughs> I can't say for sure, though, because this is uh, Ant-Man will be the first movie of the third phase for Marvel. Uh, so this will be post-Avengers 2. If they decide that they're going to pop Ant-Man into Age of Ultron for some reason or any of the other phase two movies, then maybe we get the origin there and Ant-Man is just standalone, no origin needed. I just picture Samuel L. Jackson walking and you hear... <laughs> Oops. And he lifts his foot, and Paul Rudd's like, fuck you! <laughs> you done squashed the ant-man. He's like, damn, who put this ant? He does have who the army the of... Uh, the motherfucking plane. He does have the army of ants behind him. That helmet that he's wearing, that's a microphone in the front, and the antennas actually work as antenna, so he can communicate and command armies Whoa. of ants with him, too. Which comes in handy more often than you'd think it would. I mean... You can crap on you know, Aquaman for commanding fish. There's going to be an fish, ants in your pants joke somewhere yeah. in this movie. Oh, no doubt. No doubt whatsoever. <laughs> We're all going to be like, oh. <sighs> Next story is a big one. I don't oh. know if you guys heard about it, but uh, and it came kind of out of left field. With X-Men Days of Future Past still months away from release, the yes. internet got a major surprise when Brian Singer announced the title of the next movie in the franchise. Mm, I am Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse. 20th Century Fox has confirmed a release date of May 27th, 2016. So roughly two hmm. years after Days of Future Past hits uh, this May. I expected Days of Future Past to be at least two movies. Really? I did. They're all going to condense it all into one. Yeah, it'll probably be like a three-hour movie. One would think. That's a big thing. And we don't know exactly, obviously, because this is the first announcement. We don't know what they're doing with Apocalypse yet. 
Uh, but a lot of people are thinking that Days of Future Past with its alternate timelines happening at the same time will somehow lead to the creation of the Age of Apocalypse timeline in which Professor X was killed before the X-Men were formed. So everything is kind of like an alternate reality where mm-hmm. there is no X-Men necessarily. Like Rogue is with Magneto romantically. Oh, I like remember they're, that. They're oh, I remember and, that comic book cover. Yeah. And then it's just Wolverine has mm-hmm. one hand. Yeah. Yeah. There's all sort of weirdness going Hugh Jackman's on. Jackman's losing a hand. Yeah. It's totally That's different he has timeline. has the tin thing on it, right? Yep. yep. Is there a claw in that hand? I don't think so. No. I think it's just what it is. I don't recall though. I didn't read the Age of Apocalypse, so I'm not entirely sure. But they did, or they are introducing, uh, like characters like Blink and Bishop, which were big parts of Age of Apocalypse. They're being introduced in mm. Days of Future Past as well. Mm. So there's speculation we don't know for sure, but I'm really excited that they're doing Apocalypse because Apocalypse is an awesome character. Do you know anything about him, Damien? Or? No. No. Okay. Uh, Apocalypse is the first mutant. Okay. He's from like 3000 BC and he's made himself immortal. He's immortal and he's indestructible. Cool. So he, so he basically, he has a very Darwinian mentality of like the strong survive mm-hmm. and the weak die out. He's the one that created the legacy virus in the X-Men, which was a virus that just targets mutants and kills them off. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, as the first mutant, he also has like, he's not exactly a mutant, but he is at the same, it's a weird is it, He's a, a mesh, isn't he? Of Somebody explained it. I forgot who. A mesh? Of mutant and like cybernetics. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he does have a lot of like technology inside of him as well. He can morph shapes and stuff and he's crazy. Mm. He's like the guy you don't want to fuck with. The ultimate life form. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to mess with Apocalypse. Mm. Hence the name. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds cool though. Yeah. Very excited for that. Uh, let's see here. Sony Pictures Entertainment has announced that they will develop several new projects in the Spider-Man movie franchise and have created a quote-unquote brain trust to oversee the developing story over these films. So they're kind of doing what Marvel has been doing with their cinematic universe. They're going to try and take that idea, and then DC's going, hey, it worked for you, we're going to do it too. Mm -hmm. So Sony goes, hey, it worked for you, we're going to do it too. (laughs) So everybody is kind of grabbing onto this larger world idea. Uh, and Sony's going to do it with the Spider-Man films, but they have a small team of people that are going to kind of oversee the development of all the stories. These movies will include The Amazing Spider-Man 3, with the screenplay written by Alex Kurtzman, Bob Orsi, and Jeff Pinkner, with Mark Webb hopefully returning to direct for a June 10th, 2016 release. The franchise will be expanded with Kurtzman, Orsi, and Ed Solomon writing the screenplay for Venom, with Kurtzman directing. And Drew Goddard will then write and hopefully direct the Sinister Six, focusing on the villains of the franchise. So the two spin-off movies that they're considering in the same universe are villain-based, which is a very different direction to take. So is Spider-Man 3 going to be with the Sinister Six? The Amazing Spider-Man 3, I don't know, might be with the Sinister Six. It looks like that's what they're building the up to. the movie posters for the second one say his greatest battle begins. Right. And they have three characters that are in the Sinister Six mm. showing up. They have Green Goblin, mm. they have Electro, and they have Rhino. All so maybe in the, the other three movie. are going to be introduced in probably. Know, the and other thing. there have been different configurations of the Sinister Six. We don't know which one they're mm-hmm. settling on. But in the trailer that we've seen for Amazing Spider-Man Two, they also had some stuff from other villains in the Oscorp area. Mm-hmm. So we saw Doc Ock's arms. Yeah. In there, and the Vulture's wings were there, who are also two members of Sinister Six. Who's missing? So it could be Venom. 
It could be Venom as the other one. Mm. There are many people that have been in and out. It could be Sandman, which we saw. We saw. They're not going to do it again. Well, no, they're doing it. Green Goblin again mm. already. And he looks <laughs> horrible from what I've seen so far. <laughs> it's just, it's too much already. Like, I think the Sinister Six thing is a great idea, but you don't do three villains in one movie, three villains in another. Like, I think if they kept Venom out of it and brought Venom in later and they do do his own standalone movie, Isn't that Venom makes more enough sense. Of a villain? Mm. Yeah, he is. But I don't know if Venom's going to be the sixth one either. I don't know. And are they keeping Venom as a villain? Because Venom has become like an anti hero at certain points too, where he's not necessarily evil, but he's not necessarily a good guy, but he is fighting with the good guys. So. Plus, you know, Venom needs to be part of Spider Man first. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to follow nice. the uh, the Broadway performance that they had been doing for the last couple of years because they that they, they did the Sinister Six as like the was the, the storyline the yeah, yeah and I know Venom wasn't in that but right. I don't know how close tied they were or whatever with it but I would think they would want to avoid that as much as possible but true with all the uh, all the you know accidents that they had yeah. performing that but it was kind of a clusterfuck mm. <laughs> just a little bit that was probably the longest ongoing preview series of any broadway thing ever because they just never wanted to officially open did it ever open it did it did it did i saw it did you yeah Yeah. oh yeah i saw it in a couple years ago when like was it good yeah i i enjoyed it Uh, it's just they had like really cool effects and stuff because they had like 16 different people playing spider-man so he could be like here and then there and then flying through the air and this and that And it was really cool Cool. but there were so many injuries yeah people Mm. But did they screw up anything when you saw the show? Not necessarily injury no. wise, but just kind of mess something up. No, they performed it pretty well the yeah. time I saw it. But um, I mean that could be something to look well, into maybe. The Spider Man is running into the same issue that the Batman Superman is. They're throwing everybody at you at once right. instead of building. Right. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of a larger universe, but like I I wish they could just do this and not explain anything and have it be like. Okay, this is for the guys who know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Like, I don't care what they do as far as long as they're not going to spend too much time identifying and saying where this guy came from and blah blah. It blah. could just be that, yeah, Osborne he gets super pissed off at, by the end of the second one that he's been defeated, right? And then he starts to he just build them. Yeah, like in the time in between two and three. He has put these guys together. Right. Yeah, I don't need to see everything. And if people want to know more about the characters, I mean, there is the internet and everything. They can go look at the backstory of people. Like, if they introduce somebody and say, this is the Vulture, he's a bad guy. Boom. That's all you need to know. <laughs> like, We don't need to go into crazy backstory or anything. He's pretty self-explanatory for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go into some more news stories. But before we do, let's take a quick break and then we will come back with more. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. 
Hello, this is Ned Vizzini, author of It's Kind of a Funny Story, and you're listening to the Geek Generation Podcast. We're jumping right back into the news. Joseph Gordon-Levitt has signed on with Warner Brothers to produce a film adaptation of Neil Gaiman's Sandman comic book. While some reports have claimed Gordon-Levitt will also direct and star in the movie, the man himself tweeted, quote, Just to clarify, folks, I've signed on as a producer on Sandman. The rest remains to be seen. Who's Delighted, Sandman you guys. who? I'll get to it. Oh. <laughs> Delighted. I'm still on Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Delighted you guys are excited. I am, too. Uh, Sandman, which launched DC Comics' Vertigo imprint, ran for 75 issues beginning in 1989. Gaiman's Worlds Within Worlds weaved an episodic anthology focusing on the allegorical character of Dream and his brothers and sisters, known as the Endless. Now, this is not the Sandman that we were discussing. How did Marvel not go after that? Well, uh, for one, I don't think there's any person in the comic actually called Sandman. Oh, okay. The characters are not. And now I'm not super familiar with the Sandman comic book, but I know like the main character is like Mephisto or something like that. And it, it is very different. I'm I'm not familiar with Sandman. People love Neil Gaiman and the stuff he writes. He's written some Doctor Who episodes here and there that are generally pretty good. Uh, but I am not really familiar with the Sandman series. So I would give you more if I had more, <laughs> but I don't. Following the death of Paul Walker, the release of Fast and Furious 7 has been pushed back to April 10th, 2015. Mm-hmm. That's it. They're doing a bunch of reshoots they, and stuff. I was going to ask if they finished. I don't think they were 100% They're probably they're going to kill him in the movie. I would think they have to. There must be a scene where... The, I bet you they, they have some kind of scene where there's an explosion, mm-hmm. and they're going to make it that he didn't survive. Right. right. There was something online that someone had showed me about someone offering like a potential explanation as to what happens. And it, the, the in the explanation, the only thing that seemed controversial about it is that he would die in a car crash. Mm-hmm. But it's the Fast and Furious movie. Kind of like, has to happen. What are you going to do not only... His whole death was relatively ironic. Not ironic. Well, but, he starred in all... This is These are the movies that made him popular, and yeah. yet he dies in a car crash. Yeah. Is that irony? Not exactly. Oh. No. Well, it's sad, but... It's, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible coincidence. But the uh, the movie is centered around cars, and you need to somehow figure a way to kill off the character... Without seeing him being killed off. Mm-hmm. So a car crash makes perfect sense. You would think that would be the way they have to do it. But then again, there will be people that go, oh, my God, you killed him off in a car crash. And then stupid. Maybe They'll right after it's... it happens, like the director comes on screen in the middle of the movie and just goes, we know. Yeah. We know. <laughs> and then that's it. And he, he pops up like the toasty guy yeah. in Mortal Kombat and just goes, settle down. This was the only way. Yeah. We know. We had no other option. We I could feel not like, reshoot the entire movie. I feel like they would literally have to do something like that because there, there would inevitably be people that are outraged or thinking that it was insensitive or something. Yeah. Where the – I wish I could remember the entire summary of what this person wrote. They're probably going to reshoot the ending to end the entire franchise. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think they'll end the franchise, though. But it, he wasn't in every they, movie. No, but they've gotten better. They have. But if they're keeping the rest of the cast, I mean, they've they've killed off people. But before. do you think the rest of the cast would be like, yeah, right, let's do another one? I I could see them. Like, would you? Like, if you were part of this group and then one person died, that's hard to say. Yeah. Would, would you rather really want to go 
do another one? It's hard to say because, I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily want to, but I know that I would think, well, he wouldn't want it to stop necessarily. Like, why why would he want to be the the reason that it all ended for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. I would think it would honor him more to keep going. See, in my, I, I'm going to, in like my will, I'm going to make sure I'd be like, if whatever it is that I'm like doing, if I were to die while doing this, it needs to end. <laughs> while you're doing it? Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the contract. Part of the contract. So if Damien were to just like put a spike in your head right now, <laughs> we have to stop the show. Stop the show. <laughs> it's all done. Show's done. No more. No more. Damien, don't put a spike in his the head. The gym is closed. Done. <laughs> He's winding up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I they're they're gonna have to kill him off, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be a car crash, and people are gonna have to deal with it, probably. Mm-hmm. But what I did read, if you can find it online, I'll I'll see if maybe I can find it to link to it in the show notes. Uh, but it was a really great way to kind of pay tribute to. It, it was still a car crash, but it was a nice way to pay tribute to Paul Walker and the character all at the same time and do it in a way that moves the movie forward and everything. So people are already writing ways that they can do this. So I'm sure they'll do something just fine. Although, <laughs> why am I putting my faith in Hollywood? We'll see. Okay. Uh, Game of Thrones star, Amelia Clark. And uh, I got a picture of Sandman, the Sandman character there that I didn't show when we talked about that. Uh, but Amelia Clark has won the role of Sarah Connor in the upcoming Terminator reboot. She joins the already attached Arnold Schwarzenegger for the first of the planned standalone trilogy. Hmm. She is uh, the girl who plays... very, very far back. They're going even further back, huh? I guess. I think they're going to go back and try to kill her as a young person. Maybe. So that she could never give birth. Oops. She um, kind of what they tried to do the first time. Right. Hmm. Right, yeah. Well... If at first you don't succeed, these, you know, these smart robots can't figure this out. It is a reboot. Right. So they're kind of ignoring the other ones anyway. What Arnold's going to do? That's what... <gasps> Watch Arnold have some kind of... Like, they created the Terminator to look like him. Yeah. Because he was a real person. Okay. The Alien versus Predator. Remember, like, Whalen? Okay. Whalen Enterprises that created... Yeah. Like, that guy Whalen was a real guy. And then they made the robot, the android, after him. Mm-hmm. I bet Arnold will be, like, a real person who helped create... That would be kind of cool. Skynet. And then they made a Terminator after Oh, him. okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. There was like a deleted scene on, I think it was a deleted scene. I saw a video about the Terminator movies before where they showed the character. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a deleted scene. They had Arnold as a real guy. He was a military guy. Mm-hmm. And they used him to create the look of the Terminators when they were first creating them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they had... It was like some instructional video of Arnold and they had him speak mm-hmm. and he had like a crazy southern accent that was coming out of Arnold's mouth. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, that guy looks perfect. And then someone else in the room goes, but you're going to have to do something about his voice. <laughs> like said it in Arnold's voice. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, so yeah. they took this guy's voice who wasn't Arnold, That's but funny. had Arnold's voice and they put him together to make the the Terminators. Yeah. It was a really funny, like, deleted scene to say. I want to know how it all ends. We're never going to learn. Well, it's a time travel movie. That's I part know, of the problem. But I would like to see the war, some version of the war unfold and end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if they're if they're rebooting, it is a standalone trilogy, which says suggests at least beginning, middle, end. So now it's an alternate timeline. Yeah. So, it, but the only thing that's weird is if you're doing a reboot, then why are you bringing in people who played? Like they can't have Arnold be the Terminator again, even no, though they're you can't going have to. Terminator without Arnold. 
Yes, you can. Yeah. <clears throat> Arnold is Terminator. <laughs> but what about the T-1000? That's Let's a Terminator. Let's make a Rocky movie and not have Stallone be Rocky. <sighs> I don't know. It's Would not it the same because the Terminator's the a robot. They tried it. Rocky Five, and it failed. <laughs> Terminator's a robot. So it could be I anything. Know, but it's just was, a robot. He made those movies. Yeah, but for people, it just makes. So, yeah, I don't know. But when you're rebooting anything, you can't do the same thing. Like, I think they know that it'll fail. Maybe. I don't, well, then why are they committing to a trilogy already? Because they, well, they're putting Arnold in it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. why. I don't think it would fail. Otherwise, Terminator's Arnold's, Arnold's too popular. Back on the brand. Juice anyway, he's going to look awesome by the time. <laughs> uh, but for people that are not familiar with Amelia Clark, she plays Khaleesi on Game of Thrones. So she's like the dragon queen or whatever the mm-hmm. hell that character is. Because I don't watch, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like her as Sarah, as uh, Sarah Connor. Why is that? Linda Hamilton was so good. That right. was who was. It was I, right. I, don't, yeah. I feel like she's too, like... Feminine? Yeah. That, no, 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 like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of how it is. Like, I, Well, Linda's um, all, like, badass and stuff. Right. And, and like, that was kind of what well, made Well, we're also movie. looking at a picture of her in, like, an evening True. gown and all done up. I'm sure they can filthier up a little bit granted she's still gonna look hot but they can they can filthier up and make her look tougher and tomboyish or right because like because like the original actor like almost looked like a regular person yeah i feel like you you take someone you know with she was you know, ripped though the hollywood man although yeah, at least in two she looked more normal in one in the first terminator she got ripped well, by she had terminator to get yeah begin training right. true i don't know i feel like a more normal looking person fits the role better right Instead of like model looking, model looking, <laughs> all the makeup and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll no, I get see. that. Uh, even though Anna Paquin shot a scene as Rogue for X Men: Days of Future Past, she will not appear in the final cut of the movie as the sequence has ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh. Director Brian Singer said, "Quote: Through the editing process, the sequence became extraneous. It's a really good sequence, and it will probably end up on the DVD so people can see it. But like many things in the editing process, it was an embarrassment of riches." And it was just one of the things that had to go. Unfortunately, it was the one and only sequence Anna Paquin was in, the rogue character was in. Even though she's in the materials and part of the process of making the film, she won't appear in it. I'm shocked that she's not a part of the I thought the she'd movie. be a bigger part than yeah, that. She was in one sequence? Who the hell is? Right. It's Wolverine and Storm, probably? It's, it's going to be largely Wolverine, I think. Because it looks like he's the one they're sending back. In time or forward in time or whatever. Don't they doing. send somebody back to kill the president? Is it who gets caught? It was like Nightcrawler in the they cartoon. Send, they send Bishop back to, to stop prevent that. it. And Gambit's the one who he thinks did it, but it's actually Mystique. Oh, that's right. But I don't know what they're actually going to do with the real or with this movie. Like that's that's what happened in the cartoon. I don't even know if that's what happened in the comic. Mm. I'm going based off the 90s cartoon because that's the majority of my X-Men knowledge. But they did the Days of Future Past story very well. well I Bishop's thought, in, the, in the movie, too. Maybe he he's going to go back with him. One would he's hope. He's going to follow him back. One would hope. But, yeah, I the movies so far, there's been such a focus, especially in the first one, on Wolverine and Rogue's relationship. Mm. That's kind of been like the, the tie through all of these. Granted... First class changed a lot of that because it's a lot of the new cast, which I assume yeah. is what they will focus on now instead of the older cast. But so it's the new cast with Wolverine. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, it is weird that Rogue would be only in one sequence, though. That's cut. That's strange. Hmm. 
Paramount Pictures has brought Ed Helms on board to star in a reboot. Again, reboot. Reboot. Of the Naked Gun comedy franchise. The return of Detective Frank Drebin, played by Leslie Nielsen in the original films, will be written by Thomas Lennon and Robert Ben Garrett, best known for the Night at the Museum and Reno 911 franchises. F this. He didn't die, right? Leslie Nielsen? Yeah, he did. He died? Yeah. The fuck did he die? Years ago. Don't recall that. I must have missed that. Oh. I actually had an article on the site about it. I don't remember him dying. Years ago. Yeah. Within the last four years. Even a dead version of him would be better. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't they just Uh, take old clips and use them? It's it's nothing against Ed Helms. I I, I never hold it against the guy that they're casting. It's just the fact that Hollywood's trying to remake the Naked Gun franchise. You will never get a better guy than Leslie Nielsen in that role. He was Frank Drebin. You can't just... I'd rather them make something that just rips it off and call it something else. Right. Than reboot it. Right. Like do the same idea of like a very spoofy Mm -hmm. parody heavy cop thing and then call it something else. And it's clearly a naked gun ripoff without the name. Then, yeah, I agree. Then have the same character and the same name. But they're trying to that it's Hollywood's constant need to try and get people in the theaters by giving them something they're already a fan of and saying, hey. They'll see it and like it because it's... Are we going to see this? I feel like we're going to see it because we have to see it. That's the problem. <sighs> That's the problem. Fight this. Well, no, here's the thing. If if they presented it as uh, a different movie with a different name and a different character and it looked good, I would see it. But some people are sheep that... I Like, I don't want to avoid it just because it's a naked gun movie. So if it looks funny, I will see it. If it looks bad, I won't see it. That's what I'm leaving it up to. Like, I'm not going to go just because it's a naked gun movie. There are a few franchises that I will see out of pure curiosity. Like, I hate that they're rebooting The Crow and doing another version of that. But I will. No, no, it's a guy. Oh, it's a guy. But I will see that just because it's The Crow. That'll be my morbid curiosity Mm. movie that I go see. But the others, I don't know. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. 20th Century Fox and Blue Sky Studios have announced that another Ice Age movie is on the way and will really? hit theaters on July 15th, 2016. So Ice Age 5. Didn't even hear about that at all. No? no. Ice Age 5. It's not even the Ice Age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had, uh, they kind of are out of the Ice Age at this point. These guys yeah. survived, huh? They had yeah. the meltdowns. So. Yeah. I don't know what it is with dinosaur movies, man. They, uh, They're good, though. <laughs> like, you think about The Land Before Time oh, and how great. many of those movies there are now. They're in the, like, teens at this point. Mm. Most of them go right to home video, but Ice Age is still making lots of money. Right. It's just, I, I do feel like they're starting to wear out their welcome. Yeah, I don't know unfortunately. What, what's left for them to do or what they can do with it. Right. Like, I love the first Ice Age movie. It's one of my it favorite animated movies. Yeah. But just like the first Land Before Time. I think even the second one was good. Yeah. <laughs> By like 10, 11. <laughs> if anything gets to 10 or 11, you're like, I don't know. You're not James Bond, so I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, last news story here. Xbox Entertainment Studios and producers Simon and Jonathan Chin have announced the first in a series of documentaries that will be released through Xbox Live on the 360 and the Xbox One in 2014. This first documentary will focus on the urban legend of Atari's E.T. game, 
Remember we talked about this yeah. during the, uh, the hardest game video of all game? Time. Not hardest, worst. Worst. <laughs> worst, worst. According to the story, Atari found itself with millions of unsold copies of the E.T. game made for the Atari 2600. Because it was so bad, the company buried the unsold cartridges in a small town in New Mexico. The documentary will present the backstory of this legend, as well as follow the excavation of the 100-acre landfill in Alamogordo, New Mexico, the rumored location of the buried cartridges. They just took them, dug a hole, put them in, and put cement over everything. Yeah. Supposedly. So most this of This game's are... so bad. What do you want to do with it? We have a million copies. <laughs> Let's bury them uh, in the desert. Just go bury them in the desert. They Somebody didn't know took what else to do with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, whether they... no, We're not entirely sure if they actually did that. Right. Which is why this documentary is being created. Like, it could have been something somebody said, and it just spiraled out of control. And now everyone thinks that's what happened. And these people are going to go find out. Mm-hmm. Which I almost don't. If they're not there, I don't want them. No, <laughs> like, I I want the fantasy of yes, they actually buried. Maybe they are. The car- Maybe they did. If they find them, find them, I will be so happy because that is the greatest story. They're gonna sell them on Amazon. Yeah. They could break eBay. out chunks. Yeah, sell them online. Yeah, I still have my cartridge somewhere. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. That was a horrible game. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I've seen footage of it. It's so bad. You can see. You can watch like commentary videos of people playing <laughs> it online. And everybody yeah. is just like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing here? I don't even, what, there, you don't even know the point. Yeah. yeah all no I know, point. no, you, I, all I know is you're supposed to collect the different pieces of his phone so he can phone home and the aliens come and take him away. Yeah. But it's only like a couple levels. Yeah. And they're not even like defined different levels. You don't know what you're doing half the time. Mm-hmm. Like you fall in this pit and there's a flower and you can go and like raise your head on the flower and make it come to life. I don't know what that does. <laughs> there's they didn't either. No, there's there's no way to know what it does. I have no idea. I could probably look it up now, but at the time I was like, "What happened?" Like I'm a little kid. I made a flower come back to life. I'm like, "Yay!" Now, now what? <laughs> I'm not shooting fireballs. What's going yeah, on? I don't understand what's going on. That's all the news I got going on here. That's a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but we do have something we can take a look at real quick because we do have some time left. Every year, the uh, there's a list that comes out that is called the Blacklist. And the Blacklist is a list of movies that were uh, sent to Hollywood and didn't get made. And these are just like quick synopses of different movies. I don't know if any of them are even worth looking at because I haven't looked at it beforehand. Uh, let's see. Here's one. Frisco, a 40 something pediatric allergist who specializes in hazelnut. Oh, you're not putting this on the TV? I don't know. I thought we were. I could. Yeah, put them on. We'll look at the list and we'll okay. pick which ones we want to read. Uh, a 40 something pediatric allergist who specializes in, in hazelnut and is facing a divorce learns lessons in living from a wise beyond her years, terminally ill, 50, 15 year old patient when she crashes his weekend trip to a conference in San Francisco. Better than a reboot of Naked Gun. (laughs) I have a feeling most of these are better than a reboot of Naked Gun, honestly. Oh, here's one. (laughs) A Monster Calls. An adolescent boy with a terminally ill single mother begins having visions of a tree monster who tells him truths about life in the form of three stories, helping him to eventually cope with his emotions over his dying mom. Interesting. That sounds horrible. Yeah. There's a reason that didn't get made. What's with all the terminally ill people? Yeah. I know, right? 
Every mm-hmm. movie is about someone dying slowly. Let's go back to the good news. <laughs> good news website. Yeah. Yeah. Shovel Buddies. <laughs> the name of that alone. Well, just read the name. Pox Americana. Remi- reminiscence. Reminiscence. Mm, That's just the, hard to even try yep, and sell. The Independent. Beast. What's Beast? I want to look at Shovel Buddies. Over 24 hours, four teenage boys try to complete the shovel list. A will bucket list left for them by their best friend before he died of leukemia. Oh, Terminally ill. What the hell? Wow. Hmm. <laughs> Beast. With the hope of starting over, a reformed criminal with an ultraviolet past returns home. But when he finds his own family <laughs> leading his teenage son down a path of destruction... He will stop at nothing to save his child. Well, why is it called Beast? I don't mm-hmm. know. That's weird. Because Marvel's gave up the right to it. <laughs> <laughs> Super Brat. Temperamental tennis champion John Mc- McEnroe. McEnroe is sucked into a dangerous and lucrative law enforcement sting during Wimbledon in 1980. Terrible. This is why these movies aren't made. with anything. If right now you're well, saying that's probably this is based pointless. on a true story because John McEnroe did deal with all that stuff. Yeah, but why call it Super Brat? It has nothing to do with children. A young hit woman tries to escape the business, but finds herself in more danger after a high school reunion and a one-night stand. That's called Sweetheart. Wait, wasn't that Gross Point Blank? Hmm. Mm, I didn't see that. Oh, I think that was what already a movie. Except it was a guy, not a girl. It's like the only difference. The civilian, Burnsight, Queen of Hearts. These are all horrible. Dogfight. A 15-year-old boy discovers that his kidnapped older brother has been living in a hidden meth-producing compound and infiltrates the camp in hopes of helping his brother escape. Right. <laughs> a meth-producing compound. Alrighty. Who's, I know who's a lot of the that? agency, which I assume is the company that wants to make it, right? Yeah. They're all the same. Oh, really? You don't notice there's a CAA. Oh, I haven't even been looking. Well, WME. some of them are just really big. Wait, gay kid and fat chick. Oh, solid. Two high school misfits become costume vigilantes and take out their frustrations on the students who have bullied them throughout high school. Now, the only redeeming part of that is it looks like Bo Burnham yeah, that's what I was is the at. writer. But who's going to go see a movie called Gay Kid and Fat Chick? Oh, my God. 1969, A Space Odyssey or How Kubrick Learned to Stop Worrying and Land on the Moon? <laughs> Is that a parody? I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like it. Because 2001 A Space Odyssey, yeah. then you have, uh, or is it just about Kubrick? Well, I think it's kind of a I parody. Think it's a parody. With NASA's Apollo program in trouble and the Soviets threatening nuclear war, a female PR operative conspires with NASA's public affairs office to stage a fake moon landing in case Armstrong and Aldrin fail, the goal being to generate public excitement that will uh, aid the U.S. in winning the Cold War. But the op is faced with the biggest challenge of all, Filming the fake lunar landing with temperamental Stanley. Co- oh, that would actually be that good. That would have been a good movie. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. Huh. There's That's definitely a comedy or like a, a, a dramedy type idea. Yep. Yeah. And a good good pun with the whole space odyssey. Yeah, that's know, funny. I like yeah. that idea. That would be good. Hmm. The mayor of Shark City, where angels die. There's a, there's a lot of really bad movies. Yeah. And we should be very happy that a lot of these don't get made. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Does that have anything to do with Mr. Rogers? <laughs> it does. It does. Go ahead. Read that. Set in 1950s Manhattan, Fred Rogers journeys from a naive young man working for NBC to the host of the beloved children's PBS show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Hmm. Sort of been like a documentary. Yeah. Do fiction. we... 
do we care about a, a movie that's the life story of Mr. Rogers? Not particularly. No, I didn't think so. I'd rather see Steve from Blue's Clues. A Boy and His Tiger. <laughs> the true story of Bill Watterson, the creator of Calvin and Hobbes. Yes, make it. Make it now. <laughs> Why is that on the blacklist? I don't know. I guess they felt as though nobody wanted to see it. That's dumb. I don't know. There's, there's some really bad movies here. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of good ones, but. So oh, far, I've noticed a theme about sharks a few times. Yeah. The shark is not, not working. working. It's another one about Jaws. So there's two movies on there about Jaws. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That. It looks like it's uh, when his big break finally arrives, an idealistic young movie director, Steven Spielberg, risks failing to complete the movie Jaws when his 25-foot mechanical shark stops working. So I assume that's like a, a movie about the making of Jaws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Depending on the take they're using with it. I mean, they they just came out with... Uh, Saving Mr. Banks, which is the the movie about the making of Mary Poppins. Yeah. yeah. That looks good. Yeah, my girlfriend saw it. She said it was really good. Oh, like, really? Unexpected from what like the trailer shows versus like what she read about it. She said I want to see really it good. just alone, just from Tom Hanks playing Walt Disney. I'm like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. Yeah, she recommended it. That one actually looks pretty good. Which one? Uh, where is it? Capsule? Yep. A young man's life is turned upside down when he mysteriously begins to receive metallic capsules containing messages from his future self. Oh, that's interesting. That would be interesting. Hmm. I don't know if the screenplay is any good, but it sounds interesting. Extinction. A man must do everything he can to save his family from an alien invasion. We've seen that. He himself versus all the Called Independence Day. This is fascinating to me. Clarity. What if the world woke up tomorrow to scientific proof of the afterlife? Mm. What if everybody just knew? Huh. How would that change things? Very interesting. Too bad some of these, now some of these are good. I know, right? Well, we're getting maybe down to this part of the list. Maybe they're better. Maybe. Uh, that's about the death of Princess Diana. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Macbeth meets the departed in this modern retelling of Shakespeare's play, focusing on the tragic rise and fall of NYPD officer Sean Stewart. I don't know if that's interesting or not. Mm. Line of duty. <laughs> duty. duty i can see why some of these are not being made and then there's others that are you ask why maybe it wasn't presented right right Mm -hmm. or or the scripts suck it it could (laughs) be you could have a good idea a bad script yeah hey look another terminal (laughs) there is a -a make-a-wish one i knew it i knew i saw that a 14 year old boy with terminal cancer has one last wish to lose his virginity and convinces his reluctant football star make-a-wish partner to help him score that's funny huh that would be funny. In the end, though, he's gonna die. True. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's... what if it was? What if it was a feel good? Like, oh, never mind. Uh, uh, like it the whole away. thing was a play. Uh, like, what uh, if? What if he was fourteen? And he just conspired to make people think he was terminally ill. Or what if losing his virginity cured him? <laughs> <laughs> That'll send a great message to people. <laughs> Some of these are so vague that it's like, what? Are, what are you even doing? Like Sugar in My Veins, a 14-year-old female prodigy finds companionship for the first time when she befriends a handsome older man. What, what Sugar is, Daddy. What is that really yeah, about? Yeah, basically. Dude. <laughs> is the movie called Dude? Dude. The story of four best girlfriends who must learn how to move forward without, without moving on as they come down off the high of high school in this Fast Times-esque teenage comedy. Mm. Dude. 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 Where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> What's Patient Z? Patient Z? In a post-apocalyptic world full of zombies, 
Nope. A man who speaks their language. Done. I'm not even finishing. <laughs> Questions the undead in order to find a cure for his infected yeah. wife. There's As no, in yay or nay? No, it's terrible. No. Oh. <laughs> what? What's their language? You're going to stand there and go, <laughs> me two hours of that. <laughs> I'm in. We just, we just wrote the movie. Done. <laughs> brains. 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 Pan, a prequel to J.M. Barry's Peter Pan. When an orphan is taken to the magical world of Neverland, he becomes a hero to the natives and leads a revolt against the evil pirates. Find out why they call him Peter. That's interesting. (laughs) That's in the sequel. Yeah. 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 um, Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of it. It's a lot of terrible movies. Yep. Sounds pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At least they tried. Yeah. Uh, Well, in that case, uh, let's get out of here before we look at too many more horrible things uh, that destroy our faith in... Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> and you asked why they were doing a Terminator reboot. <laughs> Maybe that is the best idea. Yep. Who knows? Uh, final thoughts or something you want to plug? Damien. Follow me on Twitter at MC Hammerbro. Yeah, and I'll be looking to put more content on thegeekgeneration.com. Cool. Volpe. Uh, Twitter at SBV underscore fitness. Uh, WesleyFitness.com. SBVFitness.com. So Mike from the gym. Xbox. <laughs> looking for more people to play with? Yeah. Even though you're never playing play games video. anymore? Yeah, yeah right. right. Head on over to thegeekgeneration.com to see everything we do there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We appreciate those. Please like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter and Pinterest. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com with all your feedback, questions, suggestions, stuff like that. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Damien is mouthing the words as i am reading them <laughs> because he is seeing them on the screen as well also do not forget uh january 11th is our cutoff date for submitting nominations for the 2013 geeky awards so please head over to the geekgeneration.com awards to do that vote uh, for me for best looking co-host <laughs> oh sorry not a category <laughs> Now, uh, what would people even base that off? Uh, <laughs> like, <our voices? laughs> looking, looking, mm-hmm. looking everywhere. Uh, yeah. So let's get out of here. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See you guys next week. Light up. Bye. <laughs> Make it so.